This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Let's turn our attention to China, where we're seeing reports of a potential lockdown in Beijing. The country also getting the Solomon Islands to sign a security corporation pact with them. And could China be Sri Lanka's savior? These are some of the headlines we're tracking this morning. And to help us out, Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. Don, good morning. Let's start off uh, with a big one that's also on the front page of The Straits Times. Beijing is on high COVID-19 alert and plans to test some sections of the community after the city recorded new community cases over the past couple of days. The capital is warning of a grim situation with rising infections. Now, bear in mind, we've we've got this hard lockdown in Shanghai and that's kind of sparked panic buying in Beijing as the Straits Times covers this morning. You are there in Beijing, Don. How are things looking like at the moment? I mean, what are the possibilities that there could be a similar lockdown like Shanghai is experiencing? Would China risk doing this to the capital? What kind of potential implications would happen with a Beijing lockdown? Hi, good morning. Well, things have gotten a little tense in Beijing. On Sunday afternoon, officials announced at a press conference that it was putting Chaoyang District, which is its biggest and most populous district, through mass testing because of a spate of cases there. Just last night, in a late-night press conference, the authorities announced that they were expanding the testing to nearly all its other districts, save for a handful of those in the outskirts of the city centre. So I will have to go for my test today, which will be the first of three this week. At the same press conference, it was also announced that mass events, performances, sporting events have all been cancelled. There's already been a bit of panic buying. On Sunday, people started clearing out shelves in supermarkets to stock up on food and supplies, worried that the capital city might be ordered into a lockdown similar to what's going on in Shanghai. And of course, there is plenty of fear of food shortages and lack of access to medication, just like what had happened in Shanghai. And even though officials have warned that Omicron is spreading very quickly, I don't expect a mass lockdown on the same scale as Shanghai. The authorities have, I think, taken some lessons from Shanghai, so they've quickly ordered mass testing, even though the numbers are still low, just 70 cases since last Friday. There have also been some targeted lockdowns with a dozen or so communities sealed and another dozen or so areas with restrictions to movement imposed, such as letting residents move within a controlled area. And Beijing being the capital city and much more tightly controlled than Shanghai also has tremendous organizational capabilities and capacity. It is the political center after all, and a citywide lockdown of 20 million people would, for one thing, look terrible for China. And for all the public unhappiness and resentment that have spilled out of Shanghai, the government will have to manage Beijing properly or risk even more public outrage, which could lead to what it fears the most, social instability. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. 
Don, the other issue we're looking at is the Solomon Islands uh, sending shockwaves across the Pacific by signing a security cooperation pact with China. Now, the island nation had faced pressure from its traditional allies, Australia and the US, to reject the deal as they sought to counter China's growing influence in the region. Uh, why have they decided to do this, which has obviously got the US riled up? From your perspective, what has China done right to get the island to sign a pact with them, you know, to get them on board the narrative? What does China gain out of this? The short answer to your question about the U.S. is that the security pact signals that China now has a presence in the Pacific Islands, which Australia and New Zealand, both U.S. allies, consider their backyard. And the worry is that it could pave the way for China to establish a naval base there, which would have significant strategic risks for the U.S. and its allies. China has spent years courting the Pacific Island countries and has provided them with billions of dollars in aid, especially in infrastructure building, which these countries need. In 2019, it successfully persuaded the Solomons to switch diplomatic recognition from Taiwan to Beijing. So the economic inducement that China provides in trade, in investments, in loans and grants is very attractive to these countries. For China, the benefits of this deal is the strategic position that the Solomon Islands provide. It is just 1,500 kilometers from the Australian coast and 3,200 kilometers from Guam, where the U.S. has key naval and air force bases. So having a foothold in the Solomons will obviously help it challenge the U.S. and project its power from. All right. Uh, final issue, Don. China telling Sri Lanka that it's ready to provide urgently needed help. That's an offer that comes after the country deployed its military to Kuala Anga over its worst economic crisis in decades. Now, how will China play the role of savior to Sri Lanka here? How are they going to be the savior that they've been looking for? Why is China only offering their help now? And how can China play a constructive role in helping Sri Lanka achieve stability once again? Well, Sri Lanka had asked for China's help and has said it is confident China will provide $2.5 billion in financial support. It is seeking to borrow $1 billion from China to repay Chinese loans and also needs another $1.5 billion in credit to buy goods from China, such as textiles, which will go to supporting its export clothing industry. China last week announced it was providing emergency humanitarian aid of about $31 million, as Sri Lanka faces its worst economic crisis, and it has also extended $1.3 billion in syndicated loans since the COVID-19 pandemic started, as well as a $1.58 billion worth of renminbi-denominated currency swap in December. China can, to a certain extent, help ease some of the immediate problems that Sri Lanka is facing, and it desperately needs as much help from as many countries as possible. India, for instance, has also stepped in to help. But Sri Lanka is pinning its hopes on the International Monetary Fund, and the two sides are discussing a package that will help it restructure its $51 billion foreign debt and give its economy a lifeline. We've been on the line with Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Don, really appreciate your help. Uh, stay safe and take care. Hopefully uh, things work out in Beijing and you know you don't have to go for that lockdown or go into lockdown. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.